What's up everybody? This is Colin Dice from Debru. I'm here with Richard Oki from Debru. And this is the Affiliate Hustle Podcast. We're bringing it back once more, bringing it back to life in our new office. We, if you're watching this on YouTube, we got this hella jungle behind us, healthy and all. And if you're listening to this on any other service, enjoy. So today, uh, we're going to talk about mindset. Jefferson made a post in the Facebook group where he said, if you lost everything you have and had to start from zero again, what would you do? What would you do, Richard? Then that's a really good question. It's a difficult one as well. Yeah. I think, first of all, if you lost everything, the first instinct is to... Cry? <laughs> cry, like a, cry like a baby. You know, think it's CPA marketing for me. And yeah. Yeah. Go through that struggle. I think we've all been there. That one moment where it's kind of the same when you have your first campaign or that first advertising restriction on Facebook. You get that email and you're like, fuck my life. But then it takes <laughs> an hour or two hours of little baby bitch crying and then you find a new way. Yeah. yeah. But let, okay, let's let's say this, yeah? Where you are right now. So we're working in Debru, we're doing these media buying campaigns on like a big ass level. Uh, and the only thing that could stop is, let's say hypothetically, if uh, because we use third party brands, let's say your business unit gets hit with a lawsuit of, let's say, well, to take down your business unit, we need a lot, let's say 5 million. Mm -hmm. And that would basically mean for me that I sign you off your business unit, right? Then it's done. Uh, what would you do to get it back? <laughs> That's a good question, huh? That's that's a really that's a really difficult question. So first of all, just to go into that before I answer that question, one of my first bans and big issues with Facebook was through copyright. Oh, really? So I actually ran an Audi campaign, and I had lawyers that were representing Ooh. Audi in my email inbox. And the way that I almost shat myself, you would understand. <laughs> like it was crazy. Like, what, it, what did you do though? What did you do? The first thing I did was I, I opened the email probably like 10 times just to make sure that it was fucking legit. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't getting scammers scammed. everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But did it come through like G Gmail or was it like inside business manager? It came from the email that was connected to the domain hosting. Oh. Right? So I, 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 I I've seen those before. So yeah. what, what happens is these guys, they run like, for instance, LD in the domain name. Is that what you did? Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they, you have to pass the domain to them, right? And then take yeah. it down. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen it before. I've seen I it before. I think it was a cease and desist. So it's, it's not a big issue. No, but that's why we say never use the brand in your domain name. Rookie mistake. And I was a rookie back then. It's a rookie mistake. You still are. No? Hey, <laughs> hey, watch it, watch it. But yeah. Um, anyway, back to your question. Yeah. So what? I've just been hit by a five mil what, lawsuit. Yeah. And, we, and I decided to just liquidate your business unit. So five mil, you guys cannot pull in five mil. So that, that will be bankrupt for this year. Then I give you a new shot to rebuild that business unit. Mm -hmm. So anything related to Debaru, uh, based on the media buying campaigns you guys do, mm -hmm. what would you do with all the knowledge you have right now mm -hmm. from the last months uh, learned? Yeah. I would say first, what would you do if you were a single affiliate in that business unit and then building a team? Okay. Okay. And then I will say after what I would do. Yeah. So I guess like, so basically if I've lost it all and I'm getting back into the game, is that the question? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say the first thing that I would do is just get back into the game. 
um, just because, <laughs> just because, you know, once you once you have the skill to make money with CPA, you have a skill that is everlasting, right? Fair. So you can get back into the game. All right. So which vertical would you go for then? Well, vertical. Yeah. I go for COD. 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 All right. Which traffic source? Facebook. White or black hat? Ooh, that's a difficult. That's a tricky question. You're bringing out the demon in me right now. We're bringing out the demon. All right, but hang on. You just have been hit with a lawsuit. Okay. So what kind of cunt would you be if you choose black hat? <laughs> I guess I'm a cunt then. Because, boy, money is money. Money is money. And the thing is, it's like black hat. I, let's not. Go, I don't want to go into black hat too much with this podcast, but you know, it's not for everybody. Right. Um, and I wouldn't recommend it for the majority of people. Makes for the sense. for the for the five percent of demons out there, shout out to you! <laughs> shout out to you guys! You know you know who you are that are watching right now or listening. Then you know there's a big there's a big a lot of money to make. We love money. you guys. <laughs> we love the black again. <laughs> but yeah, what would you do? What would you do? I would go back to the to the same old same old. So so what we're doing right now? Facebook native push, uh, fucking Pinterest everywhere. We're everywhere. I would go back to my same old same old. Uh, Instagram story ads with push mm-hmm. I know from that I can just close my eyes make a campaign in like 10 minutes launch it it will be instantly profitable because I just use my old angles mm-hmm. I use that super aggressive one with the special flow mm-hmm. yeah the, the tricky tricky the tri- one everybody tricky. knows about we've never shown to anybody except to gold members from the September mastermind so that's what I would do and what I would do then is go from that let's say you have a thousand bucks yeah yeah I would reserve 500, put that on a separate account, and I would play with that 500 because usually with the partner, I would work with Big Bang Ads okay. because one, they're reliable, and two, um, I can, I have, we already have a good relationship with them. So yeah. if I come back to them, there would, there would be no issue. I have good EPCs, they know my traffic, and I would go for something like Nordics, where I know nobody can compete with me because I have the special flow and I have these skills. So then, I know I will take at least 50 to 100% margin. I will make them pay me weekly. Because you know when you get there, they sound like, oh, you need to make like 1.5K a week to get paid weekly. I just tell them, shut the fuck up. Pay me weekly right now. (laughs) 500. And then 500 becomes 750 minimum. Mm -hmm. And then 750 compounds, compounds. And after like one month, I can spend like a thousand a week. And then we're on the roll again. Mm -hmm. Then I would just go from Nordics at Italy, Belgium, France, UK, all the ECGOs go with that volume game and winky winky, three months later I'm at 100k. Winky winky. That's how we go. And then I would hit those Black Hat CZ trials on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's like 800% ROI game for us right now. So yeah. that, w- that would be good. Uh, but also the, the ClickBank still interests me. Then, mm-hmm. then the White Hat ClickBank stuff uh, which is easy because we do a lot of shit behind the scenes um, but that, that would be it I would take it easy and just go with what I know go with the partners I already had but let, let's say this because I think what was his name again the guy's name sorry uh, Jefferson Ghani. I think Jefferson means that if you had to start from zero again what would you do not necessarily because I just thought about this yeah I think he mentioned um, like scratch scratch if you know what I'm saying yeah yeah all right so I would do this I started this journey three and a half four four years ago with around I invested around 12,000 euros 
before it became profitable, yeah? So that fucking sucked. Then I was down to my last $1,200 euros and I changed it around with this whole CPA game, made this big success, yeah? Yep. I would give myself a little bit more room. So I would go from one to 10,000 in cash, because I know I can do it with 12, but if I would be a complete rookie, 1,000 is just not enough. So yeah. let's say 5,000, yeah? Then I would go for the low hanging fruit, which is either sweepstakes or something like automated list building with mm -hmm. make money online, yeah. like high revenue, and it's just retarded. So right? build a list on the front end and yeah, yeah, yeah. automated. Yeah, but then okay. CPA style, not yeah. like what all these guys teach with like manual labor. It's like all automated. So you buy the leads basically. Yeah, of course. And, and that flow. Yeah. But I think I would go with, with the sweeps. And the most important thing is I would get somebody to teach me sooner. Mm. Instead of trying to figure yeah. it out by yourself, yeah. being a dumb cunt, because you think you're so smart and you're young. <laughs> Because at that time, I was when I started to play around with this, I was 20. Mm -hmm. In your 20s, early 20s, you think you know everything. Yeah. And we all know that you're just a little piece of shit <laughs> who thinks he knows everything. Yeah, yeah. And same with ladies. No disrespect to the ladies. We love y'all. But still, it's the same. Mm -hmm. Like that pattern, like it's, it's, I think like it's 20 to 24, unless the major life circumstances, you know, like close relationship with death, like those kind of things that yeah, matures people yeah. very quickly. I was I was I was a cocky bastard <laughs> when I was in my twenties. In fact, when I was at university, I actually was kind of branded and known for being a cocky guy. And just then, or also now? <laughs> I guess maybe now, but I guess it's just the aura that you get when you're confident. You just put that aura across, right? However, yeah. you know what you're saying right now in terms of how you would combat the issues if you were down at the bottom. You come back with a lot of strategy. Now, True. I guess a good question for you right now would be, have you ever been knocked on your feet where you didn't know what to do? And how do you think, how did you react back then? That's a good one, let me think. Now, because the thing is, I always had a plan. Mm -hmm. But I always knew that the plan wasn't perfect. Okay. So same thing we did with the media buying and we're doing now with the education part of Debaru. Yeah. It was always like, well, you know how it is on a daily basis, it's fucking startup shit. Like, I have this insane idea. Two hours later, nah, it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So, so I told you yesterday we spent three hundred dollars on the fucking wrong link to test the campaign. There was the budget was five hundred, and I spent three hundred in like I was pushed, so I spent it in like twenty minutes, and I sent it to the wrong link. So you will you will make the mistakes, although you know not to make them. And then, in your strategic plan, there are these unforeseen mistakes, which you know they're going to come, which you're not prepared for them. Yeah. And, and I think those mistakes, those are like the, the major learning points, like um, the backup system. Everybody who runs Facebook on an ecosystem has one ecosystem until they go down and they realize, oh, I need more ecosystems. Yeah. That's low, mm -hmm. right? Uh, when they get locked out on an IP band, they understand I need an additional traffic source to supplement my business, yeah. my traffic flow. But you will never understand that if you don't have the issue. And that's the thing, because there's so many ongoing issues you can make a fucking business plan. I've, in this industry, performance marketing, I've never seen a proper business plan which is executed 90% like the business plan. The business plan looks one thing, and they maybe do like 5%, and which is like HR and like finance, yeah. like investments and shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all the other shit is like, yeah, we want to do this, but it doesn't work, so we do this. Because <laughs> you're working with these traffic sources which are changing on a daily basis. Yeah. So you might have a huge plan, and it takes six months to make, and in these six months, everything changed. Yeah. 
Talk about Facebook for example. Wow, Facebook's always changing all the time. Right. I guess uh, I guess kind of getting back to the point of in terms of like the mindset thing, right? Um, I guess for a lot of people that are probably listening to this, you know, you may have had like your first ban of Facebook, or you may had your profile restricted, or maybe you don't have any issues with that and you just are struggling to make profits. Now, I guess one good thing that we can talk about in this podcast would be how is our mindset on a daily basis but to business? This is the thing, yeah? Well, that's what you learn from experience. I would say mm. maybe that that's what... What's his name again? Frederick? I wanted to say Benjamin, but that's the other guy. I think it's Frederick. Jefferson. Oh, shit. He has a cool name. <laughs> he has a cool name. I like that name, Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. Jefferson. So Jefferson comes from a point of no experience. And I feel mm-hmm. like we talk shit, but we add the experience to it. Yeah. So that's where we have our credibility, our YouTube famous style status, what the fuck is called. Uh, people watch us on YouTube because we come from a from a place of experience. Yeah. Right? We have been through what they are going through or want to go through. And, and that's where we add that, that, that value. And even if it's free, obviously it's super great for everybody. But I would say the main difference in the mindset perspective is that what we tell the employees, we tell them, fix it. So that they run into an issue and it's there. The solution is there, just fix it. Just figure it out. Just think, yeah. right? And th- this is where we come back to not necessarily the business, but the person. Stop having an emotional reaction to everything. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point. In, in our language, we would say stop being a fucking bitch. Yeah. And stop crying like your fucking baby because that's not going to change anything. Just, yeah. Just take that emotional pain that you have after an ad campaign. It's fuck, no fucking homo. It's, it has nothing to do with like, oh, I'm a guy, I'm a tough. Like everybody's disappointed when you reach the ad campaign. Yeah. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh fuck me. If the first time it happens, but you were you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So what you're going to do is you're going to sit down and you're going to think for five minutes and then let it go. Yeah. Then connect to the solution. How are we going to get back up and running? Mm-hmm. But what what do we see with these students? They're like. Oh, my ad account got bad, and then they become paranoid, right? Yeah. They'd be like, "Oh my god, uh, I can't launch anything. Why? What is the element in my ad or the HTML? What is the element in the HTML that got me banned?" Mm. You, it yeah, doesn't no, fucking no. matter, does it? It's it's overanalyzing, analysis paralysis, and, and then I'm the kind of guy who says, "Stop being a fucking bitch," and they're like, <laughs> w- w- "Why are you cursing at me?" Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Let me cry in peace. Yeah. No, but th- th- these people yeah. need to be pushed, and that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. um, in the beginning, I mentored you. Now we're running to this woman for advice, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're trying to build. The, we're trying to to turn this multiple seven-figure business into eight-figure business next year, yeah. and then hopefully a nine-figure business the year after that by by looking for people who are smarter than us, not smart in intelligence, but smart in experience. Yeah. And whether we have to buy the experience or make up for it in, in character or yeah. time or some other way, mm-hmm. um, you, you need to get that. And there are certain things that you can learn that there are mindset wise. So I love to read these books. You've seen all my books, mm-hmm. the whole 70 <laughs> personal development <laughs> books. But I would say if you if you read uh, The Richest Man in Babylon, if you read that, I read that book, yeah. Yeah, that's like a story. It's very easy to read. Mm-hmm. It's one of the only story books I've ever read, which I wanted to read. You know, fucking uni makes you read all these books. I don't give a fuck yeah. about those. Yeah. 
So this Richard Man of Babylon book, it, it's a story, but the story has these main lessons, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can read cash advertising, but that book fucking boring. It has yeah, some good yeah. points, but so fucking dry the information. It's not for the it's not for the mindset. I'd right, say. and like Rich Dad Poor Dad, that's like the iconic, yeah, all time. Everyone starts off with that. I book. love that book. Yeah. I still love it. I've played the cash flow game. I have read all his books mm -hmm. of Robert Kiyosaki. And the thing is, your mind change, mind change, your mindset Mind doesn't change today. No. Is that is that one percent? What what did I say to this guy? I, I, I talked to him yesterday. Zero point one percent every day, mm -hmm. which means in three years you've made a hundred percent change. Yeah. I. I'd to add to that, I'd, I'd say also... If my calculations are right, that is. Yeah, yeah, and I'd to add to that, I'd say also your mindset is is developed by things that happen in your life, right? Right. So, the both of us, we've had some experiences in our life away from business that have affected how our mindset is. Right. So every day, you just fucking hustle and there's no excuses. There's no crying, there's no expectations. I feel like a lot of people have an expectation that just because they're running CPA campaigns, I have to be profitable. I have to be making 10k a month in profit. I have to be making 100k, and if I don't, I'm gonna cry like a little bitch. And at the end of the day, no one's, no one owes you anything, right? If you want yeah. shit in life, you have to go out and grab it. You have to be having, you have to have that level of hustle to grab it because the CPA game is what the majority of people in this world can never achieve. It's what the, the it's the one percent, right? But the question is this, yeah. <laughs> For me, it's like this, but. We are there, so I, it's kind of difficult to relate. Mm -hmm. But what do you think about this? Well, the money is there, just grab it. Because if if they don't grab it, I'll grab it, yeah. right? The more money I make, the less you make. I win, you lose, mm -hmm. because it's buying traffic. Yeah. So when I buy the traffic, somebody else cannot buy the traffic, and I exactly. win, and they lose. It's arbitrage. It's like force. Right. right. And in, in that system, is every time we grow, somebody else shrinks, mm -hmm. right? And that's why. New companies they develop and other companies go bankrupt because of these business systems. Mm -hmm. And what I would like these beginners to understand is that there's in this niche, what you said, that 1% yeah. is the 1% persona, 1% who has online access to this amount of content mm -hmm. because it is on YouTube. People listen to this on Spotify, people listen to this on SoundCloud. Yeah. But 99% will never find this, although they're interested in it. It's true. So you have this information right now. You have the YouTube channel, and you're still being a bitch, mm -hmm. potentially. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be, because right now you just have to realize that all these opportunities are there, right? There's so much information, and then I come back to my main point for Jefferson, is be selective, Yeah. right? Um, I remember this, my favorite topic next to being a bitch, is shiny object syndrome. Okay. And that, that's my curse. Everyone, that, that, that was yeah. my curse for so long. It, it, it was that I feel still the pain I had at that moment every time I switched my opinion, every time I thought something else was the shit. So I did drop shipping, yeah? It went great. I did like 12K my first month. The next month I got all the complaints about products not working. I was doing like these kids smartwatches to the US, it was great. Then I changed to print on demand. Mm -hmm. Then I did something else with Shopify. Uh, I don't even know what it is, remember. Then I did SEO, then I did Black Hat SEO, then I did ClickFunnels affiliate program, then I did uh, Commission Junction, then I went back to SEO, fucking writing was boring, and then I fucking finally started CPA. Yeah. 
So it went through like seven different business models, like three main ones, yeah. before I reached this stage. But every time I was like, you know, this course is only $200. And these guys are making millions. Yeah. So the opportunity, I realized the opportunity that I could make money online. And I did, but I never made it profitable, right? Mm -hmm. And the same with CPA. People enter the CPA world, there's 12 verticals and maybe 40 different traffic sources total. So it's 12 yeah. times 40, that's the amount of choices, yeah. up to like 500 different choices, combinations they can choose. And if I type affiliate marketing on YouTube, there's like a hundred different ways yeah, you can do it. There's a million ways. So I get that they get fucking confused. And then I come to the next point, which is the micro commitment. Right. Like, right. if I give you something for free, you will either not commit or value it. Yeah. But if I charge you $10 for it, you have that expense, you know what I'm saying? You're more committed towards it, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So let's say I have all these traffic sources, right? What would you say you would do as a beginner? No knowledge to pick your vertical and traffic source to the best of your capabilities. So I'll do what I didn't do, right? Yeah. I would focus on where I could get the, the easy wins. Um, what, when I when I jumped into the game, I thought, you know, I kind of assumed that just because I was doing CPA, I'm going to get myself to 100K in my first month. That yeah. was my mentality. Yeah. So I would go for the most difficult options. I actually initially started out trying to do native ads, which, you know, native ads, you need to be doing like, you need to be spending like 10K a day just to test those campaigns. Mm -hmm. if you want to build it out as a proper business. And I was starting out in that in that game and I got slaughtered. I got battered and bruised and I got wiped out. You're not the only one. <laughs> right? And, you know, I had that shiny object syndrome period where I was going, for me, it was going from traffic source. Oh, right? Yeah. So enough. I was going, testing out different traffic sources what, and what, I was what, testing what out different Oh, yeah. So, so I, I went from, I'd, I'd done insurance. Right. Obviously, I'd done sweeps. Um, and I was just testing out all these different methods from all these different people and I didn't have much focus. Yeah, and also a problem. When you don't have focus, that's when you start getting things like, for me, it was an anxiety. So I was very anxious because I didn't have a strategy, I didn't have a system. And yeah. as soon as I started to build out a system, and obviously from the help of other affiliates that were more experienced than me, that's when everything started to become clear. Right. And I feel like that's a missing with 99% of affiliates, like yeah. newbies. They just don't have a system in place to make things work. Yeah, or they just don't understand what they need to look out for. That, mm -hmm. that might be. You don't know what you don't know, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. Well, it's quite difficult because I had help from the start with yeah. affiliate CPA. Yeah. Uh, it was like a hand-holding situation once per week. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like daily coaching. It was what just was that like, through? Was that through like a... Master, that was through like a yeah it, it was no it was through a paid course about dropshipping which okay. we did together a year and a half before that okay. so that was my first course which cost like eight thousand which was complete shit that's <laughs> why no that's why honestly that's why we put so much effort into making these these courses and masterminds so valuable for our own product yeah because I know I spent eight thousand on this it was a lifetime membership this guy's complete fucking waste of time he makes fucking shit courses. It has no content. I can find all this fucking content on YouTube. And he just shows like Lamborghinis and shit, right? And 99.9% .9 of the people won't even know him if I, if I call him name. He's just a fucking shithead guru, which has gone off the face of the earth. He's probably fucking somewhere in Asia in jail. 
Uh, <laughs> he always did like the lifestyle shit bullshit, okay, right? Okay, so the lifestyle. Yeah, but then like w together with the shiny object syndrome, you're just hungry and intrigued, yeah. right? So the, the, you're almost desperate to a certain extent. Yeah, this guy that helped me is um, what was in there as well, and he got a refund. Like he he was on a monthly payment plan because he also couldn't avoid it, and after four months he didn't have money, so they kicked him out. So it, not really a refund, but they kicked him out because okay. he didn't pay. Uh, and we connected through Facebook. Um, he guided me as a mentor, but like 10, 10 minutes a week, sometimes longer, we would have chats. And then I grew up to his level. And then we had the moment where the master became the student. <laughs> and that's very difficult, of course, yeah. to, to experience. And then I had to look for a new person to guide me. And I, I found it and again and again and again. But the thing is, clarity, what you said. And for me, I would say so. The changes that I made, because I already knew about the shiny object syndrome. I was like, fuck no, this is not going to happen again. Yeah. The other thing was that I just committed. So I said it on my okay. YouTube channel multiple times. I'm not going to change traffic source or vertical to hit a million in revenue. And we did, and then we changed. You think right. that by saying that on YouTube, that made you... Commit more? Yes. Because <laughs> we did the insurance like in yeah. between, and yeah. the, the, the pins of me. So I was like, fuck no, let's go back, let's go back. Yeah. Because even if you say it, on YouTube, you tell everybody, you're still intrigued, you know, these affiliate managers, they push you, find more, they see your revenue, yeah. go, 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 go. And so we changed about 10 months ago, it was January, February, no, it's after February. It was uh, at the Amsterdam conference, so April, kind of, that we hit that mark and then changed into new verticals. But com coming back to the main question, because we're way off topic. So for beginners, what we would say is you need clarity, focus, Stop the shiny object syndrome. You need a good strategic plan. You need to learn from the failure of others and get somebody to help you. This could be free of charge, which I've almost always had. Mm -hmm. I gave them conversations and other things. So I'm really good at analyzing businesses and seeing opportunities. Yeah. So that's what I do for these big coaches yeah. in return. These are people who guide you maybe once a month for like two hours over dinner. Mm -hmm. And you help them with their 100 people business where the, where the bottlenecks are because they're so involved they don't see it. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of my gift mm -hmm. and then they give me back almost 90% more value, yeah. right? But that's the 10% they need to make it work. Yeah. That's when it's free. Mm -hmm. You can also pay a mentor. There's nothing wrong. Like, oh, right. Mentor, coach, doesn't matter. This. It's just a person that helps you. Yeah. You pay them for their experience. I saw this post on LinkedIn where he said like, um, $2,000 to set, uh, to shape a diamond and then put it in a wedding ring, something like that. Mm -hmm. And the guy is like, you didn't pay me 2000 for those four minutes. You paid me for the, the 15 years I had to learn how to do this. Mm. Right? I like that. I like yeah, because nobody else can do it. Yeah. Only that guy could do it. That's why his mm -hmm. fee is so high, because he has a fucking queue. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the same thing with a coach, you know, you buy their experience, you buy their knowledge, so you don't make the fucking mistakes and you can accelerate your success. And that's why these guys are fucking expensive. Like, you know, like yeah. Richard for one month, fucking 25 calls, it's $500 per call. Yeah. But in those 30 minutes, he's gonna change your fucking life. It's true. Cause you, you know all the fuck ups, you, you, you've done 200 students right now. Yeah. Only you have done two, can you imagine the entire team? Yeah. I, th I think- but People don't realize that, right? Yeah. That's the thing, maybe. Have you, I don't know if you've read this book, but it's called Smart Cuts. 
and for me it was what whatever is a life-changing book is it cutting out the team fire you no 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 <laughs> <laughs> so smart cuts is basically a book about how you can shortcut your journey to success by accessing a mentor okay right? by accessing a coach and it talks about how some people can't find coaches because maybe they're in like a tier three geo like they're not going to find some like it's going to be more difficult for them to find somebody yeah. who's super successful they might be out of reach right so the other ways in which you can find access is through the internet so there's yeah. different coaching programs um and also the books but there's forums there's exactly communities. there's so many different ways where you can they are there they're, they're there they're there but basically the book says that and this is one of the principles that i go by is that you can't you know get some form of like almost like rapid success without some level of coaching because you need somebody to shortcut that process for you because everybody has to go through the same learning process but people are there if you get access to some form of mentorship they're there to shortcut the, the, the failures yeah, yeah. otherwise you're just going through trial and error right true the thing is though with a coach what takes five years is now going to take three and a half years don't think you can do it in six months what yeah. the guy did in five years is yeah. still going to take three and a half years of course, yeah. these motherfuckers they're like oh i paid this guy 1k a month now i can do it in six months yeah yeah highly unlikely it could happen but highly unlikely you're just paying somebody for their their knowledge and then there is the the other good topic where you're like that's my one of my favorite personal development things mm -hmm. that it's always you it's never somebody else yeah so I live in a tier three geo, doesn't matter because I have internet, so there's opportunity. That's I can't okay. find the guy, but how come somebody in Europe can find the guy? And you guys have the same resources online, yeah. right? So th this is an example where it's always your fault, yeah? I tie my shoelace, I go outside, I get hit by a fucking bus. Mm. The fucking bus went over the sidewalk. So the driver is his fault, no, it's my fault. Because I tied my shoelace and then decided to walk. If I walked immediately, then the bus would have missed me. So you always control your entire environment. Yeah. Whether you're fucking tier three geo, if you're half retarded, if um, you only have one eye or no arms, doesn't matter. There's always a way. I, I see these guys on the internet who type with their foot. I'm like, seen the painting with or, or, or the guy with his fucking hat or tongue, whatever. He's doing something with his ear. I don't know. He's, he's yeah. typing with half of his face, and I'm like, whoa. People complain that they have fucking, uh, what's it called, eczema on their hands, which yeah. is also fucking annoying. But because of that, they can type. No excuse. But they cannot work online. Or even if you cannot work online, there's, there's always something. Yeah, people are doing incredible things. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, not you. <laughs> not you. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. You, you feel me? We go from this, this process where, I want to say Benjamin, but his name is... Fabrizio, no. No, no. Frederigo. It's not Frederick. Frederick, no. Uh, Jefferson. Jefferson. Yes, That's Jefferson. Jefferson, my boy. Yes. Um, when we look at this simple situation, a yeah, simple question, what would you do? But there's so many elements involved and nobody sees that unless you've gone through it. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. That's why these questions are so perfect for a podcast mm -hmm. because they just shine the light from all angles. And there's probably like 10... 10 more things we, we could we could say about it, but it also makes it more difficult. So you want people to understand, yeah. validate, and then implement. Yeah. And without implementation, without it, so the understanding is important, but the implementation, you know this, uh, I, I will hit you up with another one. You know how many people said like, oh, I thought about electric cars, but Elon Musk did it. 
yeah. fucking ideas are worth shit until you do something. You will take action. Oh, I also want to, wanted to start a media buying company, but now there's so much competition. No, bitch, there's not. Because now fucking TikTok is, is announcing that they're launching their ad platform in fucking, what was it, like two or three months, which means that you have a full optional environment for like 13 year olds. Oh, but I cannot monetize 13 year olds. Use a fucking content locker. That's actually Shit launched like that. already. Like one of my students is advertising. Really? Yeah. Fuck, we're missing out. <laughs> There's money to be made on that. We're missing out already. But that, that's the thing, you know, like I, I would tell people to involve, involve themselves. Is that the right word? Get involved with people who are in this shit, who are like go-getters, who yeah. make no excuses. And everybody says they make no excuses, but it's easy. When it's yeah. time to do something and they don't do it, tell them to fuck off. Yeah. And the thing is like, you need to, you, what was that? Wallpaper change. Okay, wallpaper. You need to take action. There's two things, take action and take responsibility. So if things are fucking up with your business, take take responsibility because that's your business True. you own it if you have a, if you have a pizza shop and you know you have you're getting no customers you don't blame the industry of pizza making blame yourself for not having a better strategy for getting customers in the door cuz they fucking dominoes shops and are fucking killing it exactly blame yourself learn get, get into the habit of taking responsibility for any but issue don't, don't get mental right it's not like blame <laughs> yourself into fucking suicidal no 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 habits, but nothing like, like that it's business make sure you meditate guys important <laughs> business is business it's true that's the thing and I, yes. like even with fucking employees you know uh, i called out that guy today and then after i, I apologized because somebody else got me on edge yeah. it's just like you know you, then you just tell the guy like hey i'm sorry that was not supposed to be like that but business is business you know like you, you were not supposed to do that and i hit you not really literally hit you but i hit you with a comeback and it was a little bit too hard you know what i'm yeah. saying <laughs> and then he was like, no, no, bro, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, because we're on that level. But at the end of the day, if he doesn't do his work, he's fucking fired, because business is business. There's nothing to do with personal relations. No. That has to be separate. The same thing with hiring friends or family. Fuck no. no. It's always going to be like baby mama drama, right? You're bringing, in, <laughs> you're bringing in personal life bullshit, yeah. which is going to fuck up your business. And keeping those things completely separate that's the way to go to focus to oh that's a, a good thing you said though about the depression thing because baby baby mama that. drama and family and business <laughs> that's a that's a tricky situation but what about that what you said that made me think like yeah you have these guys who i don't know if they're delusional but when they go good they're in heaven or whatever euphoria wherever they are <laughs> but when they go bad they take responsibility but they beat themselves up over and over again yeah they have to let yeah. it go you know the circle goes like this well everybody listening on the podcast can see but shout out to youtube the circle goes like this action where you want to be failure doesn't matter because you're already here so you come back to that point. You can only get success because every time you fail, you come back to that point. Mm. So it's like, this is a good example, yeah? I run campaigns, Facebook ad account gets banned. Yeah. So I don't want to run Facebook when my ad account gets banned. It doesn't matter if it gets banned because you're already here. You will be pushed back where you are right now. So yeah. all you can do is it doesn't get banned and you make money. Yeah. And if it does get banned, you, you're back where you are right now. So people don't have to, to bitch about it. You can never lose anything like that. Yeah, all I do is win no matter what. No copyright. <laughs> uh, unless you obviously are investing like 20k and you're just a re retard. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And fair you enough. probably will lose. Don't go into Forex. Uh, don't buy a Lamborghini. Yeah.
Yeah. Those, those are the things. It's difficult, man. It's difficult. It's a good question, and we like to talk shit. But as you guys now know, there's like more than a dozen things you need to look out for. We shared a little opinion on it. We're going to continue this because I like talking about this shit because it makes me think, right? Like, what should I do? What would I do? And we are nowhere near experts. We're two shit cons leading a 20 people company, fucking up everything every day, still making money, still every growing. Day. Every single day. <laughs> every, every day there's something which goes wrong. This is a fucking startup. We, we're either spending too much money or making too little money. Uh, yet everybody's happy, everybody's stomach is good, everybody's salaries are being paid on time, for now. <laughs> and, and, we're, and we're just having having a blast, right? And we want to share that with you guys going through this podcast. It's called Affiliate Hustle, because all we do is hustle. Our entire team has a business hustle mindset. Um, and that's, I think, a good ending of our new 2.0 Affiliate Hustle podcast. My name is Colin Dice. My name is Richard Oki. And thank you for listening to the Debrew Podcast. Affiliate hustle. Peace.